Welcome to the Responsibly Different mini-series, exploring the different Be Locals around the United States and Canada. Be Locals are place-based communities of people that are using business as a force for good in their region. Be Locals are made up of people and businesses that are helping to transform the global economy to benefit all people, community, and the planet. Throughout this series, we will hear from different Be Local leaders in their community, and we will learn about the work they are doing and how others can get involved. Break down it's a whole set truth, wearing shirts from 1982. Come on, I can show you too. In this episode, I will be talking with Rose Lavelle of B Lab US and Canada. I want to first start off by welcoming Rose to the podcast. This is so exciting. I feel like you and I have connected on a number of different things, and it's like, let's just finish checking off the list and have you on the podcast. So excited to be on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Brittany. (laughs) Of course. So, Rose, how I want to kind of just start off so that those who aren't as familiar with you as I am, um, what's Rose's story kind of? Give me the background that you want to share. Where are you from? I would love to know what brought you to the B Corp movement. It feels like when I think of the B Corp movement, I'm like, oh, well, everybody has to know Rose if you're somewhat involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm happy to share my B Corp story. So I'm currently, I live in um, Portland, Oregon. I was born in San Francisco, but really spent my formative years in Eugene, Oregon. So I really identify as being from the West Coast of the United States. Um, so I kind of entered the B Corp community when I worked at a local B Corp called Scout Books. I worked there for 10 years. I started working there while I was finishing my bachelor's degree uh, in geology. And so Scout Books was a kind of local maker, printer, bindery that made customized pocket notebooks. And I became the sustainability director and uh, did the initial certification in 2017. I've done the recertification for them in 2021. And so kind of during that time, um, I got to know my Be Local, and that was Be Local PDX. So I really engaged them through like the events and networking. Um, and I joined the board after about a year or two in 2018, where I was the learning chair. So I planned, you know, learning events every month. I, you know, about a couple of years ago, I, I shifted my role to certifications chair. So I run monthly B Corp 101s for people interested in learning more about what is B Corp and how do you get certified? Um, I do like to add this tidbit because my um, Craig Hill, who held the role before me, loves this story and I like it too. But the first B Local event that I ever attended was also the very first B Local PDX B Corp 101. And now I host them monthly. So I just like, it's really cool. It's like really come full circle for me. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, you know, during the pandemic, as things changed, uh, I responded to an opening for B-Lab US and Canada for like a temporary event manager position. And so that's where I worked in partnership with Karen Lichtig. Um, Through last June, we were contractors. So we worked on events, Champions Retreat, as well as the B-Local program. Um, But last, actually one year ago, next week, Will be my. Uh, I became a full time employee at B Lab as the B Local program manager. So um, it was the kind of the first time 
there was a full-time role for B-Locals at B-Lab. Wow. Okay. So, so many things. First of all, (laughs) next time I see you in person and we're out like in public or in like the environment, let's geek out about geology together because I was a geology minor. So (laughs) that's awesome. I love that. Okay. So we need to geek out about rocks. Um, Yes. Do people say, Hey, what rock is that? How did it, how did it happen to you all the time? That's the biggest thing for me. When I was in college and we were, I was an avid hiker. So yes, (laughs) I would say, um, I'm not an avid hiker much these days. So no, and I think a lot of people forget about my geology minor, which is fine because I often do too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was, I was a dual minor, geology and geography, which like say that 10 times fast and like you will get your tongue twisted. Uh, (laughs) But people often are more interested in like the amount of like states or towns and countries that I can like name. So that's more like my hidden talent than like, let's identify rocks. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, And then the other thing that like your little background story just like kind of cemented, I guess, for me is I think of you and Karen, one, as a duo, and two, as like the staples in the B Corp community because we kind of entered at the same time. So I guess maybe that's why I'm like, Oh, you're just my go-to at B-Lab because for as long as I've been in the community, you've been in the community. So I've just solved a lot of mysteries about you. Yeah. You know, there's definitely some people in the community that I'm like, you, you are essential. Like you are there. And uh, it's like, oh, we we joined at the same time. We're in the same cohorts or like the same event. So (laughs) yeah, that's great. Um, Okay. So since you are my go-to at B-Lab, then we just decided this. Um, (laughs) I would love to talk to you a little bit more about B-Lab and really kind of pick your brain there. So I'm wondering, from your perspective, what is it that you think B-Lab does really, really well? Um, and I guess I'm saying, like, for those who don't know what B-Lab is, like, what is your mission statement or, like, what do you think you're most known for? That's a great question. I think, you know, B-Lab in general can be – there's lots of different layers of B-Lab. Um, there's B-Lab Global, which holds the standards. And then there's global partners or kind of the global partner network. So B-Lab US and Canada is a global partner. So I'll really speak to B-Lab US and Canada, though I know B-Lab is most well known for the standards, the certification and being the certifying body. So I'll really focus on US and Canada. And I think, you know, our goal is to really build an economy that benefits all people in the planet. So it means mobilizing our community of B Corps in the U.S. and Canada to address society's most pressing issues, the racial injustice and the climate emergency. Um, So really what we do is create programs, tools, campaigns, and connections that drive collective action on these issues. One thing that we try to say often and to many people is that we want to be clear that B-Lab does not have all the answers. So really co-creation is really a key piece of our strategy. And we work with like frontline communities to develop priorities for action, joining their efforts whenever possible instead of recreating our own. And what I personally really truly believe is that B-Lab really works to connect and to convene the community for this action to take place. Um, Yeah, so I think the next thing I wanted to touch on is really our theory of change. 
-hmm. We have three pillars of our theory of change, climate justice, racial equity, and stakeholder-driven economy. And so I really wanted to specifically talk about racial equity. So one thing that we do is support companies in their journey towards becoming anti-racist. So we have some examples of what those tools are, like the learning journey, CEO improvement, um, or impact improvement program. And really, there's we have some stats too, that basically like 69% of B Corps in the US and Canada have been implemented equitable hiring practice, which is just like a huge number. Um, so really, our job is to like engage with companies, provide guidance, provide tools, and just avenues for them to connect and to work with with us and with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think one thing that you said that really sticks out to me is like, you all don't always have all of the answers, but if you don't have the answers, I've always found that you do B-Lab, you, yes, but B-Lab as well, does a really good job of bringing the community together to collectively find those answers. And it's like, people always are like, oh, fake it till you make it. But it's like, no, just be honest. I don't know. And then find it together. And I think that that is like a beautiful, wonderful culture. B-Lab is like, is showing that culture by using that culture themselves. And I think that the B Corp community is this welcoming collective that searches for answers together because we see B-Lab use it so often. So Yes, you don't always have the answers, but you the way that you work to find the answers is like really a beautiful thing. And I've seen it. I've noticed it. And I think others have as well. So I just want to lift that up. Yeah, we have a community that's really full of experts in different areas. So we really try to work together with them. And mm-hmm. I you know, can't speak highly enough about my colleagues and coworkers and the people at B-Lab US in Canada. Definitely a passionate group. And we're always trying to we're working to really listen to the, what the community wants and be thoughtful about our approach and strategy. Yeah. So to that avenue, I'm wondering, what is your role at B-Lab and how, how are you communicating with, with the community? Yes. My, my role is to support B-Local leaders and manage the B-Local program. That really can be varied depending on what B-Locals need. Um, there are you know, over 30 B local groups across US and Canada. There are more B local groups lo- globally, but I really just focus on US and Canada. So, really, I'm there for B locals as they want to start forming a new group, as they want, like working with existing groups to support them in growing um, or whatever their goals are, offering programming and communication to keep leaders connected to the larger community. You know, really, again, my my role really varies because it's supporting B locals and B local leaders. So, really, you know, I work with um, the community team, and we're really working to like strategize what support can we offer as B local program steadily grows. Mm. So, what you're saying is making me think the the tone that you're using. It sounds like this is all brand new. So, I'm wondering, has there always been somebody in your role at the company doing this type of work? Yes. And I kind of my predecessors uh, really, you know, I wasn't there, but I've heard lots of great stories and like how things were set up. And I do want to point out that it wasn't B-Lab who said, hey, let's start these localized groups of B-Corps. Oh, funny. It was the community saying, 
oh, hey, we're all B Corps. We live in the same city. We should connect. Like, let's meet up. Let's share best practices. Cool. So it was really grassroots of the community. Like, we just want to be together. And then B Lab noticing that and saying, oh, let's, you know, start a program. Let's, how can we support these groups? So before I held, held the role full time, um, Karen Lichtig and I worked together sharing the role. Um, and it was a three quarter time position. Before us, there were two other people in the role, um, Sophie Ferris and Jocelyn Corbett. So it's my understanding that their roles maybe weren't, um, that their roles were quarter, half or three quarter time positions. So when I became an employee in July 2020, uh, this is the first time that that role particularly was a full-time 40-hour-per-week position. So it really shows that B-Lab US and Canada continues to invest and support B-Locals and networks and B-Corps connecting and working with each other. So it's a great example of that. Yeah, I'd say so. And I mean, even seeing that the town, state, cities, wherever the B-Locals are located to see that they started their own community because they wanted to be close and distance or yeah, close in proximity with each other mm-hmm. and then B-Lab to react to that. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, I think that's awesome of B-Lab. Yeah. I need to do a little more research on the exact, you know, how this started, but I do think sure. it was, you know, gradual grassroots. And I just think it's, I, you know, I, there are definitely people who are still in the community who are still leaders who were there at the beginning. So mm. looking forward to gathering their stories and learning like, well, how did this happen? What was it like right. at the beginning? <laughs> right. Um, you did actually just say something that I personally know what you meant, but I'm not sure if everybody does. So I'm wondering, can you distinguish the difference between be locals and networks and what are networks? Yes. So in general, you know, be locals were something that we've been supporting and that have kind of been in the community for a while. There have also been other groups of B Corps that connect with each other across, maybe not in proximity, but across identity or their role or impact area. So some examples of these are We the Change, women leaders in the B Corp community, or B Tourism, um, in just like B Corps in the tourism industry, or B2B B Corps. So companies working with, with other businesses. Awesome. So really networks are self-organized groups that really center around role, identity, impact area, or, you know, something as B Corps. And mm-hmm. so net, when we say networks, we that includes B Locals too. And I will link to all of the B networks and B Locals um, in the show notes so that if you are a B Corp and you're looking to connect with people either in your region or in your industry, you can have the full list of everybody. All right. So from your position and where you do have this large access to all of these B locals and all of these networks across the U.S. and Canada, I am wondering, do you see any differences? Like, I feel like listeners might be able to guess that, sure, every B Corp, whether you're in California or Texas or Vermont, you care about planet and you care about people and you want to see you want to see people do better. But I'm just wondering, like, what are the differences from region to region that maybe you you see? Yes, that's a it's a great question. I, I thought I thought about this. Um, you know, each group is definitely different. They have different goals 
And some focus on local issues and solutions. Some are working to bring more B Corps to their region, to their province or their state. Some are all about collective action and bringing in more collaboration amongst B Corps. Um, you know, I'd say I, I know that there are regional differences, but it I think it really depends on group to group. We do have multiple B locals in 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 certain states. So even looking at that, they have different goals. Um, one thing, you know, we do have a B local activity rubric. So it's basically something where we provide guidance on activities, structure, and strategy. So the B local rubric is almost like a menu of options and focuses that B locals could work towards, especially if they'd like to be in alignment with B Lab US and Canada's strategy. So that being said, a lot of groups choose their own path and what matters to them and into their B Corp community. There are larger concentrations of B Corps in metro areas, and sometimes that can lead to more support for B local leadership teams. Mm-hmm. You know, what, there's more options of B Corps to ask for help. Hey, can you help support our event or can you help help us with a project? Um, although, you know, sometimes it's just the opposite. Tighter, closer knit groups of, of B Corps sometimes, you know, are they're diff- different levels of success. I wanted to mention that there are also different stages of B locals. So we don't, we don't often share out that to the external community, but internally at B lab and with B local leaders, there are different kind of stages. We try to, to have set for B locals to understand, you know, what they could be up to next. And so some regions just really want to get together. They just want to come together for coffee or happy hour once a month or a quarter and just chat about what it means to be a B Corp and Mm -hmm. share ideas of, oh, yeah, we just implemented this program. It's great. It got points on the B Impact Assessment. Other groups are really set on let's formalize as an organization. Let's become a nonprofit. Um, let's, you know, hire staff one day. So it really depends on the be local itself of, you know, what their goals are and what they'd like to become. So you mentioned the rubric, the activity rubric is I think what you called it. And I'm wondering, is that a resource that you use as like an onboarding tool? Or is that something that let's say a be local had a change in their like chair uh, or they restructured. Do you revisit that rubric with them often, or is it like one and done, or only when they ask for it? That's a good question. So there are different kind of parts of the rubric. One of them is called the Good Standing Checklist. So that really helps us determine which stage a B local is at, and in mm-hmm. turn, what support we can offer. Our goal is to support every B local group, no matter what their stage is or their goals are. You know, we want to to help support them in growing and reaching their goals. Um, but as far, yes, I think the rubric is most used for onboarding and really, you know, I think it can be used for strategic planning. The beauty about the B local activity rubric is that it was co-created. It was co-created between B lab and be locals. And, and it was like, let's look and see at all the be local groups and what they currently do. It's impossible to try to identify 30 groups and be like, let's fit them into these categories. But, you know, we, we do try to do that to say, 
all right, maybe you're at this second stage or you're at this third stage. What are your goals next time? You know, what are you doing now? But what would you like to do in one year? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, being a B local leader, not all, but I'd say a majority of B local leaders are volunteers. So they work at B Corps and they do this community engagement work um, on their own time as volunteers. So there can be a feeling of overwhelm, you know, looking at other B locals and saying, oh, I wish we did that. Or oh, I feel like we're not doing enough. And that's not something we want them to feel. So I think the activity rubric really breaks it down and try to say, okay, like, let's see what all we've accomplished and where we're at now. And what what could we do next? So really trying to simplify that and really be a tool and guidance for them to use in strategic planning if they wish. Um, we do have partnership agreements with some of the B locals. And so we do ask for a filled out rubric twice a year. Mm. So that is helpful just to get a good snapshot of where each mm-hmm. group is every six months. Um, and then we ask other groups if they could fill it out once a year, just so we can get an idea of where are you at? Oh, you have a newsletter? We're not signed up. We didn't know about it. You know, things like that, just to stay in the loop if we can't always meet one-on-one or connect about everything. Wow. I'm like, I'm honestly just thinking your job must be so overwhelming to connect with 30 different groups because I mean, just in this podcast series that I'm doing, which is like a fun, fun project for me, but like I'm connecting with five different groups and through the conversations with them, I'm like, you are so vastly different from like the be local Boston board that I know so well. And then I'm like, wait, but Nathan and be local Georgia is so different than Kel and be local PDX. And then yes, Florida for good with Winnie. It's like, wow, every group is its own unique group. And Yes, there are so many similarities, but there are also so many differences. And this is not a stab at Nathan because I love Nathan and I know that he self-identifies as this, but like he has no structure to his board. And it's just like, you want to do that? Great. Go for it. And then you have Lisa in Wisconsin where every chair who comes on has the opportunity to describe their chair structure, their chair title and their chair or their committee's definition. And I'm like, amen, I am so on board with that. And like, and I yeah. even told Nathan, like, listen to the the episode with Nathan, where it's like, I'm like, Nathan, your structure stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. You know what, what works for one region, like might not work for another region. Yeah. But that's like really what the be local leader community is about is we really have opportunities to connect um, and yeah. say, oh, what do you do? How did that work? Oh my gosh, that worked for you? Like, okay, right. maybe we'll try it out. But just, it's it's amazing to see these leaders interact with each other. They're like, okay, that's really cool. It worked for you. But that's not going to work for our right. community. You know, right. and it's it's just, yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned, you know, oh yeah, 30 groups, that's a lot. And again, yeah, they feel like each one is very different. But luckily, you know, we... Um, we do have a be local advisory program. So these kind of split up the be local groups into, you know, four to eight groups and where be local advisors, previous be local chairs are there to like kind of meet in larger regions and help support and like more support and like talk through like mm. what's going on at ear, what are challenges you're having and trying to support like through solutions. So definitely have some amazing advisors supporting 
um, there'd be local chairs and the vegan local groups, as well as like a lot, a lot more focus from the um, B Lab community team and the B Lab US and Canada team in general, and, mm-hmm. and kind of working with leaders, listening to leaders, and you know, helping solve um, issues. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Look at that. Support on support on support. I love it. If you feel unsupported, (laughs) join the B Corp community. We promise you'll be supported. (laughs) Okay. So then my next question for you is pivoting from like maybe the differences and the challenges into like, what are the things that B locals are doing really well from your point of view? And I guess like thinking, is it like, oh my God, yeah, this one group did this like out of the box thing. Like, what can you share with me about what B Corps are doing well? Definitely. And again, there's 30 groups. I don't want to leave anyone out. I don't want to show bias because every group has done amazing things in like building community in their local region. So they really all set their own goals. So success is really de- defined by, you know, what they set out to do. Um, each B local experiences, you know, issues and there's some common threads too. So I'd like to kind of cover in general some accomplishments, and then I can kind of go into more detail too, if that's helpful. I feel like you're my mom answering when I ask her who's your favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so without naming all 30 plus groups and their accomplishments, here's just like a few highlights Great. Um, from what, what groups have achieved. Okay. Some groups have really become sustainable in terms of revenue, um, in succession and recruitment in kind of collective action journeys, Mm -hmm. regularly convening and connecting like opportunities and events, Mm. Um, having a very connected B Corp community, Uh, B Corp partnerships and collaboration. That's kind of leads the connection leads to those collaborations and partnerships Mm -hmm. and successful events and uh, B Corp leadership development conferences or build conferences. As I know, you know, Brittany, (laughs) And um, becoming formalized or organized, like as organizations, so not for profits, fiscally sponsored. And now I'm happy to go into some details, but I just wanted to kind of call out that general list of like, you know, some common, like, amazing highlights that we've seen. Um, I did mention the Bay uh, collective action journeys. So we've actually seen the local Bay Area launch two action journeys. So this is something that they've partnered with another organization, Impact Tree, and coming up with almost like a menu or a list of ways that you can take action as an individual or a B Corp. So I think a lot of B locals and B Corps have asked, great, collective action, we get it, we're working together, collective impact, but like, how do we, how do we take those steps? Like, what does that look like? And I think that could look like many different things. And I think Bay Area has set up something that is really amazing. And I haven't seen something like that before. So yeah, Bay Area's action journeys. And I do, you know, I do want to kind of mention some the local groups that have a larger focus than just B Corps. So these are Good for Michigan, Florida for Good, and Idaho for Good. Um, There are more too, but these really, you know, they have a larger focus than just B Corps in their community. And I think that's powerful to kind of bring others in to the like other organizations in that are values aligned. So they're not just saying, oh, B Corps only. They're saying, oh, 
do you also believe in climate justice and racial equity? Great. Like join us, you know, partner with us. So there's been some really cool examples of partnerships with other business alliances. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also seen some be locals um, implement membership and sponsorship models and programs. So this is relatively new in the past few years. Um, be local PDX, be local Quebec, um, be local San Diego, and be local Texas have all launched and kind of started this. So it's been interesting to see some of the early adopters, like or be local PDX, start this to kind of really see that example of how could that work? How could that lead to having sustainable revenue models and and continuing continuing your work and being able to hire staff? Which kind of leads me into my next. Um, area is that I did mention most B local leaders are volunteers. They work at B Corps, but some B Corps say, oh yes, being part of your B local is part of your job. So they may get compensation, but you know, a lot of times they're doing this on their own time. There has been some B locals that have gotten to a point through grants, through membership models, um, through, you know, events, revenue, and just like generation in being able to hire staff. So either a full-time employee, um, the local PDX or um, the Bay area has hired interns. And we, but we also have seen some of the larger organizations that have that wider scope have full staff or staff members. Again, they're not just focused on B Corp and B local, but they kind of are like larger organizations with like a B local arm and program. Um, and then I cannot go without sharing about the build conference organizers. So we've actually had over two thirds of the be local groups be involved in planning um, the build conferences. So Colorado, PDX, Vancouver, Quebec, Georgia, Boston, Florida, um, NC Triangle, Asheville and Western NC. And there's so many more. Um, that have been in the past, but these are kind of some of the highlights They're from the last year or two, like this mm-hmm. year coming up and last year. And I can, I can go on and on and on. So <laughs> um, if, if you'd like, or we, you know, got more of a list here. <laughs> if you want to tell me about more then keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, there are, it's been amazing to see some groups really, start and just take off like that. There are some groups maybe have been around for a while that have different leadership like changes. And then, you know, I've been really impressed by NC triangles, like event strategy and planning ahead um, and just saying, Oh, here are events for the next, you know, 12 months. Um, I know it's amazing to see like all this work being done and just, there's so much passion from the, the local leaders. Yeah. There's been a lot of movement and be locals who have kind of formalized as nonprofits or not for profits. Um, I think maybe one year ago or one and a half. Eh, yeah. Probably about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, there were no not for profits or nonprofits in Canada for, for be locals groups. And now Vancouver, Quebec and Ontario are all not for profits. It's different per province on like the exact definition. So we have societies, we have not for profits, things like that. Um, but, you know, also seeing, yeah, the U.S. Uh, be locals who have formalized as nonprofits too. Texas kind of took off and running. 
LA, Colorado, and then of course like Michigan and, and Florida and things like that. So there's been a lot. There's just so many examples. I can't even possibly get through them all. I'll talk for hours about Be Local. So if anyone wants to talk for hours about Be Locals, I'm here for that. There will be a second part where Rose just continues <laughs> to talk about Be Locals. <laughs> exactly. Um, Rose, I feel like in the in the scheme of B Labs always kind of co-creating and collaborating and like taking this head, head like head-on approach to difficult conversations, I am wondering like what are some of the hard conversations that maybe you are having or you've heard about different regions having? And I'm imagining that like each region does have their strengths and their weaknesses. I'm wondering, do be locals ever bring you in to help them work through the challenges that they are facing? And if so, if you can share any of those challenges, what do those challenges look like? And if people listening are having these challenges, how can they learn or maybe ask you to help them work through them? Yeah, I think, you know, each be local, as I, as we know, they're all different. They experience different issues, but we have seen common threads. And a lot of times it's around engagement and governance and succession of leaders. So this is more about kind of the be local group rather than maybe the B corps in the area. But, you know, some it kind of leads to growing pains. Um, changing and the shift to virtual work and also changing of priorities and capacities. One thing we've seen take place is there's one person leading a be local. We call them the hero volunteer. They're like, I'll just do it all. Like, you know, really rallying everybody and like keeping it together and keeping things moving. And it's amazing. But what, you know, if that person has to step away or leave, then sometimes we see that group stop. So what we really try to like help the locals do through, you know, tools and guidance and resources is, hey, like build a succession plan. So when someone does have to leave the board, you know, what happens? How do you recruit more people? And so around that, you know, some some be locals are, you know, it's it's challenging to to kind of get engagement either from the leaders or from the B Corps locally in wanting to become leaders and to help support this work. Um, and that can be really discouraging as a leader who you're like, oh, everybody, I'm trying to create a space where we can connect and learn from each other and, and grow as people and as businesses. And when you feel that that work is just on your shoulders, it, it can be hard. So we really suggest like working with B Corps, you know, asking like working as a B Corp community together, asking yourselves, what do we want out of this community? Um, what do we want from our B Local? And for B Corps that haven't engaged with B Locals, really think about what you could do to support your B Local. There's lots of different ways. Some of it is joining the board and being a, a B Local leader, but there's lots of like one-time opportunities if capacity is not um, able to allow you to, to join a leadership board. So that's just one area that I hear, you know, pretty common around like the governance. And you mentioned some, you know, some, it works for some B Locals to be like, nobody has a role. Let's work on what we'd like, you know, but I think having some structure in case, you know, most of the board leaves at once, just knowing that like, Oh, we don't have to start completely over that. We can kind of like continue the thread, but maybe you have a whole leadership group, new leadership group. And you're like, we actually do want to change some things. And that's great too. You know, I think it's important to have just remember to kind of center B Corp values and think, 
what do, what do we want as a B Corp community in our, in our local community? Right, right. Thank you for sharing that. I, I think that that is a really great um, example and one that I think a lot of people will connect with and, and see some value for. So, you know, a lot of my work is listening. Um, then bringing things back to my team, finding common threads and really planning how we might support or correct or change moving forward in order to support or address these common challenges that the locals face. Um, I really rely on the local advisors who support me and the B local chairs. Um, we use other B locals as examples and we have resources to share with groups who might need more support. So really, I do get asked, hey, do you have, you know, an event plan or a run of show or we need a job role description or, you know, around like the roles mm -hmm. of the B-Local. Mm -hmm. So really, you know, we try to collect resources and make them available to all B-Locals. Um, and again, as we talked about earlier, B-Lab doesn't have the answers. We are sourcing this from other B-Local groups who have gone through this to be able to share resources. So we really rely on those locals to share their examples so we can share with the other groups who are maybe just starting out or need a refresh. And, you know, though we have talked in the past of what if we've tried launching a mentorship program between be local leaders so they can support each other. It actually just goes on organically by itself. Leaders want to support each other. So there's oftentimes of like, oh yeah, we're best buds. You know, we live across the country, but we talk all the time about being a be local leader and supporting yeah. each other. And I just, I hear that more and more and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So just like the B Corp community, but especially within this B local leader group, people are so willing to share their work with others. It's not about competition, but working to share and support each other. So we often say for B locals, as well as in the B Corp community, don't start, don't start from scratch. Let us share examples, templates, resources, and stories with each other from other B local leaders, from other leaders, from other B Corps that you can use. So we don't, we all want to like work together in this community. Mm. I hear that time and time again, and it's so unique to the B Corp space, but everybody yes. in the B Corp space feels that way. And it is truly like a magical thing. Absolutely. When I worked for B Corp all the time, another B Corp would say, hey, we heard you might have a, you know, paid volunteer uh, program. Like, we also use the same HR platform as you. Like, how do you do that? It's like, oh, here, have all my standard works. Like, here's six of them. You know, like, do you need anything else? Like, it's just, that surprised me most about being in the B Corp community before I got yeah. my, the company certified of people were like, oh, here, have our employee handbook, have this, just change your name on it. Like make it right. your own. It's just amazing. It's yeah, like, it it's is. very unique. Yeah. Okay. Well, Rose, my last question for you, if you're up for it is in the next five years, I'm wondering what's your hope for B-Lab and for B-Locals? Yes. I love this question. Um, so I have a few different answers, but I would, in five years, I'd like to see sustainable and formalized organizations that are B-Locals that are strong and there's a strong and healthy partnership between B-Locals and B-Lab US and Canada. I also want to see B-Locals who would like that, that they're in a position to hire staff so they could lead to more capacity. 
I'd also like to see 100% of the B Corps in US and Canada have a B local group to engage with. Right now, we're around 80%. Mm. Um, and one thing I'd like to leave with is, you know, I've been working with my colleagues, Becca Cork and Carson Bolding on network strategy. So this includes B locals as well as other groups based around, you know, identity, role, industry, or impact. We would like to see that there is a network for everybody. I really, really love what you said. And I totally 100% agree that how cool would it be if every single B Corp in US and Canada had a group, a network, a B local that they belong to. So yes, I hope that that does come true for, for you in five years, but also for the community, because that that's a powerful network to have. Absolutely. Yeah, we're seeing incredible growth. So it's it's amazing. You know, every month, I feel like I'm talking to at least one to, you know, three people about, can we start at Be Local where we are? It's amazing. I love it. Well, thank you, Rose, so much for all of your insight today. This was extremely fun to catch up with you, but also to share your your wealth of knowledge with the full community. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brittany. I had a great time. Again, love talking about Be Locals and, and catch up with you. Can't wait to talk about geology.